This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Bruce Marshall here on the Sports Better's Paradise. It's bowl season as we continue. Bruce, uh, the start of the bowl season, how's it going? Oh, so far so good. Uh, you know, it got uh, kind of exciting there. A couple of those games on uh, Saturday, a couple of them weren't so exciting. But, um, you know, we're off and running with it, and they, they are coming rapid fire now. So, uh Buckle your seatbelts all the way through uh, New Year's in January, too. Bruce, uh, it's all about situational handicapping, and if that's what you're doing right now, you're pretty profitable. UAB, uh, the nation's leading rusher, he stays out. They do not cover that double-digit spread. Fortunate to even win the game against Miami, Ohio in the Bahamas Bowl. Um, Strange Troy in Texas-San Antonio game. Troy only has uh, just barely over 150 yards, uh, but that was a – that was a tough game, you know, to 11 uh, win um, programs. Read the quotes from the Louisville players. After their coach left them for their opponent in the bowl game, they said there was some motivation there. Yep. That was an easy winner. Our buddy Matt Humans liked the under, which hit as well. Florida, the most opt-outs that we can remember of other 16 of them, never in the game against Oregon State. Little brother against big brother. Mount West Conference, always give them extra consideration. Same geographical footprint as the Pac-12. They blast in Washington State. Had a bunch of players out there. I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, the situational handicapping has paid off. Yeah, it has. You know, and Washington State had had some opt-outs too, not just from the uh, on, you know the defense, top tacklers, top receivers out on the offense. Some some coaches had left too. A lot more attrition on that side than uh, than uh, Fresno State had. Florida. Now you know this is two years in a row now with Florida and the Bulls. Remember the game last year with UCF too. Um, so I mean three, that wasn't three three Bruce. Remember three. Um, against Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. Three. In the that's right. Bowl where Kyle Trask didn't have any receivers. That, with that's right. Games. You're right. That's three years in a row now. I mean, that looked like um, you know the LSU Kansas State last year, where like you know so many people had opted out. It wasn't really even right. Florida's team. So, uh, yeah. I mean, some of these bowls. You're right. Situational handicapping. We'll try to find a few more of those. Uh, Fresno is the one we really liked last week too, and that uh, cashed pretty nice. And uh, nice again. Uh, Fresno closing the season very well, very streaky, and uh, Jeff Tedford back in the saddle for sure at Fresno State. Yeah, Jake Hayner uh, finished off, uh, you know, a, a great career with Fresno State. Remember, they they failed to cover their first five. Yeah. So it just kind of buried their uh, point spread value. And there was some it's – a, it's a Paul Stone uh, angle. And that in September, whoever's undefeated against the spread, he's looking to see who's not really all that – trying to find the Minnesota Vikings, so to speak, of the, uh, of the uh, September. And then teams are winless 
against the spread. See it there? Playing actually a little bit better. They have had some bad fortune. The three games uh, that we're talking about today, okay, with the uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl, the Boca Raton Bowl, and the New Orleans Bowl, these games, not they're all mid-majors, okay, so they're not a ton of opt-outs in coaching moves, but there are some things to look at. First of all, the uh, in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, this is a 3.30 Eastern kickoff on ESPN uh, on Tuesday. San Jose State is three, they were three and a half, they have moved to four. Four and 53 right now at Bet Rivers over Eastern Michigan during our MAC preview. We talked about Eastern Michigan, Bruce, and that this is a, a tough place uh, to to win uh, football games. You have noted their streak, um, their ATS number away from home, which has been phenomenal. It's a team that uh, eclipsed their win total of six by two games with eight games. So, and they're catching points here against the Spartans. I, I wonder sometimes why, you know, we talk, by the way, a, a team that was covering a lot of games early and didn't late, that was San Jose. I mean, they haven't covered a game the last half of the season. We'll get into that in a, in a second. Eastern Michigan, you're right. Um, Chris Creighton, the job he's done there, um, I, I'm wondering why nobody's plucked him away from there. That's one of the toughest spots to win in the country, uh, where it is in Ypsilanti, out there by the Detroit airport. I mean, they don't, the stadium is uh, stark. Um, big piece of concrete. They don't have many fans come to their games. Uh, and this guy, year after year after year, uh, has them competitive in the MAC. And this is a, it was a graveyard for coaches before. I mean, they hadn't done anything for years. Uh, Mike Stock, uh, back, uh, you know, 40 years ago, uh, did some couple things there at Eastern Michigan, but it has been a very tough place. Creighton is a great coach. And uh, you're right, they've been also very good, and they've got some great point spread categories on the road. They've been great, great as a dog. And uh, they, they come into into this one uh, as a slight dog. I, you know, based on performance, I, I don't, I mean, I think they should probably be the favorite here. I mean, the way they've been uh, playing, especially when they got Taylor Powell, their quarterback, uh, back. He, he had been hurt, came back in late in the season. Uh, so, and he's put up some decent numbers. They're balanced. Samson Evans, um, a, a, a quality back, uh, who runs very well at a big game at Arizona state, the game they won there. Uh, so we, you know what you're going to get from Eastern Michigan and, and coach Creighton. What we're not sure about here is San Jose. Now they, they did have that tragedy and then the player, you know, get, uh, uh, passed away during the middle of the season. That seemed to take some of the starch out of this team. And they had, you know, to cancel that game with, uh, New Mexico State in the process. They never covered a game down the stretch after that. They haven't covered a spread since October 7th. Um, and uh, they were kind of riding on fumes down the stretch. Uh, Chevin Cordero, the quarterback from Hawaii, um, his numbers started to drop off as the season progressed. You know, they don't run the ball too much there. They're not nearly as well-balanced as Eastern Michigan. They rank 124 in rushing, so they were pretty much relying on Cordero this season. Uh, his numbers started to fade the second half of the year. I think, you know, there's a lot of similarities in these jobs. Um, San Jose is a tough spot, too, so Brent Brennan has done an excellent job getting the Spartans up to this point. Uh, they followed in their bowl game a couple of years ago in the COVID year. They actually excelled during the COVID season, the, about a half season in the Mountain West. They won it. They lost in the bowl game to Ball State. Didn't get back to a bowl last year, but they were very cold down the stretch. Their best football, one of those teams that you and Paul Stone say playing its best football in September and early October, but not since. I think Eastern wins this thing outright. Uh, Jimmy, uh, so you're getting a couple points. That's a bonus. I'd even almost look at them on the uh, on the on the money line too. But I think 
Eastern Michigan plus those few points. They may not need them from the odds makers. I think they win the game outright. I'm I'm with you, Bruce. Uh, And again, you're talking about a program that uh, has not been to a whole lot of bowl games. And so you know one thing, they have approaching this thing with their preparation very, very seriously. And again, they're uh, they're two games better uh, than their projected win total of six. This is a good team, good team that uh, finished strong uh, as well. So I'm with you on Eastern Michigan. Let's go to the Boca Raton Bowl. This will be 7.30 Eastern kickoff on Tuesday uh, on ESPN, and it'll be Toledo, the MAC champion against Liberty. Well, a few things to think about, and I'll go back to uh, Toledo's win total. Toledo wins the MAC, but does not go over on their win total. They actually went under. So they were 7-5 and five, uh, during the regular season. Uh, their win total was 8.5. They were expected to have a a really good season. They also benefited by Ohio not having, is it Rourke, not having their starting quarterback? Yes. And yes. yeah, they were able, you know, uh, Ohio was able to get by Bowling Green in that matchup without him, but not, not they barely did anything, lost 17 to 7. Liberty, great team this year, 8 and 1. And the only loss was at one point 37 36 in Winston Salem against Wake Forest. And then here comes the rumors about Hugh Freeze about to leave. And, man, this team laid down, losing Connecticut to Virginia Tech. And the the the, the bet of what, 24, 28 point fate, whatever it was, and they lose 49 to 14 to New Mexico State. Our buddy Stanford Steve said it was one of his biggest, uh, the, the most unusual outcomes of the year. Now that Freeze is gone, do they take this thing seriously? Because if they do, catching three and a half, it's all about liberty. Are they going to be ready to play? Yeah, well, I, I don't know, Jimmy. It's, those are all good points. Uh, I mean, they did not respond well down the stretch, though, uh, to all of the, the rumors and whatever else was there. Now, they ended up, you know, that schedule, they did, uh, they played eight teams that are in bowls, so it was a it, it was not an uh, an easy schedule that they had. But you're right down the stretch, they played very poorly, and um, the uh, that New Mexico State game. I have this thing I call the against the spread and how far away. I mean, that was one of the biggest results away from the spread uh, that we've yeah. seen this year. I mean, that was really a, they really did lay down. Now uh, Freeze has left. Uh, Jamie Chadwell has come up. They brought him up from uh, Coastal Carolina. So I mean, th- this job has some appeal because Chadwell was on the radar for a lot of big jobs so they're, they're paying pretty well at Liberty and uh, they're on the way up uh, but uh, in the interim here uh, Josh Aldridge the linebacker coach will be coaching them in the bowl game and that's that has never been a, a, a it's not always a big negative uh, just in the past but it's not really a it hasn't proven to be a positive it's sort of a case-by-case thing and I don't like the way Liberty though played well they usually usually don't see teams pop up like this uh, in, in bowls after having problems. They did endure some uh, issues this season as far as quarterbacks and, and injuries, and Charlie Brewer, the transfer in there, got hurt early in the season, and he's out, so they did have some shuffling going on at quarterback, but they were 8-1, and one, like you said, at, before fading. I, Toledo is a really curious uh, um, situation to me because they sort of cooled off there at the end of the season. They weren't covering numbers and it ended up, you know, the last couple regular season games, they sort of mailed it in. Uh, I mean, this looked like the best team in the MAC for much of the season. Uh, they have a dynamic quarterback in Daquan Finn. They rank highly. They score well over 30 points per game. Uh, they probably should have been better than they were, uh, but they did pull it together in the uh, MAC title game. You're right. Ohio didn't have its quarterback, Curtis Rourke, 
but still a nice win there for Toledo in the bowl game, in the, in the MAC title game. Finn, though, could be a difference maker in this game if, if, if he plays like he did for most of the season. Uh, Toledo has had some trouble in bowl games in recent times, though. Jason Candle lost his last four in the bowl season. Uh, so you, you wonder if this is a chance for Toledo. And, and, and they did play better, though, in the game against Ohio U in the, in the MAC title game, turning it around. Um, I, I sort of like the Toledo side here just because they did play better against Ohio. Ohio was hot, even though Rourke wasn't playing in that game. The backup didn't look all that bad. Uh, so they did pull it together, and I'm just not sure about Liberty if I want to mess with him at the end of the season. Just a lot of moving pieces there with the coaching staff and also I'm leaning a little bit to Toledo in this one against the Flames. Uh, Finn, though, who's been in and out of the lineup uh, this year as well, Bruce, um, he had 2021, uh, his first year starting really, 16 TDs, only one interception. He's thrown 12 interceptions this year. So it's kind of been a little bit, um, you know, 22 to 12, less than a two to one uh, touchdown to interception ratio there. So he has not protected the ball uh, as much as he did a year ago with only one pick. Yeah, that's right. And one thing, though, Toledo's defense ranked pretty highly this year. This is a, a much better uh, a MAC defense than you normally see. But you're right, Finn, Finn did, uh, and he wasn't that hot down the stretch either. But at his best, we've seen him play. I mean, he is pretty dynamic, so he gives them that element if he's in there. But I like the defense he, for Toledo, he, too. He is, a, he is a dangerous weapon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. This uh, leading a little bit to Toledo in this one. All right. Yep. Uh, in the, the the MAC championship game, so you thought it was you thought it was more Toledo's defense than the absence of Rourke at quarterback for both. Ohio. Well, it was both. I mean, it, I mean that that's who you had in there. Uh, Harris didn't look all that okay. bad coming into the game, but I mean, it, it it was what it was. I mean, Toledo's defense, I thought, ended up winning that game for them. Yep. All right, let's go to the New Orleans Bowl. This is on Wednesday night, a uh, late win, 9 p.m. Eastern kickoff uh, at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. South Alabama, well, their win total was five and a half. They, uh, they got over that uh, pretty easily with the 10 wins, huh? How about that one? Four and a half wins. I think that's second in the nation behind TCU. Uh, and uh, what they did with their win total this year. Taking on Western Kentucky and uh, in the New Orleans Bowl, so Mobile is only about two hours away. They'll have some folks down there. And um, in South Alabama, uh, like we said, uh, one of the surprising teams in college football, I think it's a given that they will be excited about to be playing uh, in this game as well against the Hilltoppers. This one was interesting because this started at 7.5 and, and it went down to 4.5. Um, and maybe peaked at seven and a half because right after the season, the both Western Kentucky quarterbacks uh, entered the transfer portal. They put their put toes in the water a little bit and said, eh, too cold. We're going back to uh, to uh, Western Kentucky. They're both back. So, so some of the nuances as we try and handicap these bowl games, everything matters. Trust us. South Alabama now four and a half, fifty six over Western. Yeah, you're right. That did uh, that popped up the number there a bit when it looked like Austin Reed and his backup were not going to play in the game, and here they they end up uh, you know back. And uh, part of that maybe uh, you know they might have thought their coach was going to leave because uh, Tyson Helton is sort of a hot uh, commodity right now, but uh, he sticks around and they come back in. 
But uh, you're right. That's one of those whipsaw things you see in the point spreads and the bulls once in a while with the personnel. And it, in this case, uh, should work to Western's uh, favor on the field. But uh, if you could have picked up those few extra points, uh, those, the, that short time when it looked like Reed wasn't going to play, uh, uh, good for you. Uh, South Alabama, I think, is a great – I love both these coaches. These Both both these young coaches are on their way up, and South Alabama has extended uh, Kane Womack, uh, as it should have, uh, after a great season. You know, they were, they were really, really uh, a nice – storyline this year um on uh, on the uh, south alabama side there and just a couple of uh, close losses this season close one to troy uh the close loss to a ucla a game they could have won ucla won that game in the last uh, moment womack came in from indiana a couple of years ago and he has done an exceptional job uh, with the jaguars and they are excited about playing this game in uh in new orleans which is one of the better minor bowls and uh you know that i mean that's in your territory there and the fans have a lot of fun coming to the superdome to watch the game i that, what jumped out at me here i think the total's a bit too low here um when you look at the score lines especially with western involved and especially because reed is going to play now this is the other thing uh with reed in there i think it makes it much more likely that this game is going to be higher scoring and they've got this total sitting in the mid 50s i don't think uh that total is high enough uh the 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 over didn't hit all you know that that much in the western kentucky games but some of the games it didn't i mean the the uh the the totals were up there very high and it fell just beneath that and some of the totals where it didn't go over were much higher than this game here uh in the mid 50s so i with reed in there and uh the electricity surrounding him coming back i think the total is probably the way to look best here and maybe maybe going over the total that would be my first recommendation in new orleans over the total this is one of the better uh better minor bowls i think and um and you get a fast track in the superdome there so over the total is my call on this one in new orleans uh, Bruce, if this was the total for all 12 of Western Kentucky's games, 56, it would have gone over 10 of the 12. Yes. yes. So, I mean, this is, yeah, this is a, a, a low number uh, for them uh, that we're uh, looking at. And uh, and uh, South Alabama, again, it's not like they don't they don't score some points. They've got some athletes. And keep in mind, that they went, they went to UCLA. UCLA had to win that one at the end with a walk-off field goal Yes. Uh, in the Rose Bowl, 32-31 against South Alabama. Of course, UCLA had to reschedule that or find a find an opponent when they pulled out of the uh, – sorry, Michigan pulled out Michigan, of yeah. the game with uh, them. All right, so Bruce has – I like South Alabama uh, minus the points uh, in that one. I think they're going to be real excited. They're coming in. They're very happy, very excited about this bowl opportunity. That's sort of big. Uh, in these things. But Bruce's picks over 56 in South Alabama, Western Kentucky. He likes Toledo, the MAC champions, minus three and a half against Liberty. Liberty has uh, won, I'm sorry, lost and failed to cover their last three after a seven and one. So I'm sorry, eight and eight and one start. And then we got uh, both of us have Eastern Michigan plus the four against San Jose State Bowl. The San Jose State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. There you go. Potato salad for everybody. For Bruce Marshall, I'm Jimmy Yacht here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.